All right, welcome to episode 39 of Book of My Records. I'm here with Chris Janone. Did I pronounce that correctly? Oh, you got it. Yeah. Well, I'm also Italian, so, <laughs> right? Yes. That's an Italian last name. It is. See, I can spot one. I can spot an <laughs> Italian last name just by looking at it. We, we are in New Jersey. So yeah, we are in New Jersey, we're so everywhere. it's fairly common. Yeah. But if CR in the gen- degenerates, yes. how you doing today? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well as well. You just released the final installment of the CR and Degenerates name. Yeah. yeah. The World According to CR. That's right. And how are you feeling about this? Uh, it feels good. It's kind of um, it's sort of like a relief. Um, just because, you know, it's uh, it, started off as, it started off as just me. Um, me wanting to play shows um so i had max and keith from lake effect help me out with that um and played a few shows here and there and then uh we brought in uh this guy james abbott uh who's amazing he's one of the best guitar players i've ever heard um so we brought him in he plays guitar lap steel pedal steel he sings and then uh, from there, it kind of just evolved into a, a full band. We have uh, uh, this guy playing synth now, so it kind of has like a new wavy kind of vibe to it now. Um, so it's not it's not straight alt country anymore. It's kind of like a weird alt country new wave kind of vibe. Yeah, I could definitely hear the lap steel on some of those songs. Yeah, that's and possibly a fiddle. Yeah, yeah, we got this. Um, <laughs> We got this girl, Tori. Um, I think she's in this band called Fair Panic. Uh, she played uh, violin on it, and it, she, she was great. That's awesome. And so not fiddle violin. I was close, though. Uh, honestly, man, I don't really know the difference. <laughs> uh, I, know, I know like a lot of people out there right now are like, oh, but you know, I'm sorry. I, I don't know the difference. I don't know the difference either. I just assumed because I heard lap steel that mm. it was probably fiddle. Right, right, you know, kind yeah. of correlate. Well, that's like two. the. It's similar to like you know, what's the difference between lap steel and pedal steel? And it's like I can tell you, there's a huge difference. Really? Yeah. Tell me. Well, like you know, lap steel's the. It's like the small thing that you just, you know, you put it on your lap. Yeah. And uh, it's similar with like the slide, um, you know, the bar and everything like that. But the pedal steel is, um, I think it's nine strings. Yeah. I think it's nine strings, and it's uh, to a standard. B uh, tuning, some kind of weird B tuning, and uh, it has these little knee levers, mm-hmm. and it has these pedals that it it changes the um, like octave and pitch. So it's just it's outrageous. It's so it's the hardest instrument I've ever tried to play. Wow! So much so that I sold it to Jim <laughs> because <laughs> I, was, I was just like, dude. I, I love having this thing, but I just, I can't play it. It's just so difficult, but he's, you know, naturally a whiz that on the first track on the new record, that was Jim's, I think that was Jim's first time playing the pedal steel and, you know, he, uh, fucking ripped it. Yeah, Jim. Great <laughs> job, Jim. He's good. But what, uh, initially led you to create a project that sounded like this? You know, when I think of alt country bands, I feel like there's not a ton in this area. So it's definitely have a unique sound for the New Jersey, New York area. I know you lived in Chicago, Wilco, 
uh, kind mm -hmm. of grew out of that sound yeah. uh, in their earlier albums, and I guess Uncle Tulipo, right? <laughs> I think it's Tupelo. Tupelo, <laughs> <laughs> and Sun Vault and stuff like yeah, that. So yeah. is that an influence? I mean, that's I definitely. think that's probably an influence, and maybe that grew out of. You said you lived in Chicago. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love Uncle Tupelo, man. I no depression is like <laughs> that's one of my favorite records, man. Yeah. Um, Still Feel Gone is really good. It just all of their stuff is so good. Um, I love Wilco, especially early Wilco, though. Like the new stuff I'm not too crazy about, um, even though I think Nels Klein is like amazing. Yeah. But what a sick. He's, he's sick. What a sick man. <laughs> yeah. Sick. Sick. <laughs> Ill man. He, he's Musician. Amazing. Yeah. He really is incredible. Um, but I just, you know, the early stuff is just ridiculously good. Um, I love Wilco. I love. Um, I, I don't know, man. That that's just my roots. I've always loved Neil Young. Yeah. Um, so that you know comes a time and like that kind of stuff was sort of my early introduction into that folky kind of country sound. Um, and then I got more into Graham Parsons and uh, Patsy Cline, uh, George Jones. You know, all that stuff is just so uh, soulful. I love that stuff. Yeah, and that's a very solid musical foundation. And did yeah. you, did you tip? Did your parents kind of introduce you to that stuff, or because I know my parents were Neil Young fans. Yeah, but I don't think my parents were familiar with like Graham Parsons or anything like that. But is it kind of? Did you get into it that way or through exploration? Uh, kind of. Um, my dad was always a big Crosby, Stills and Nash yeah. fan, mm -hmm. so I kind of got hooked into it that way. Um, I really kind of got into music um, by just kind of riding around in the car with my dad. Yeah. He'd always play like, you know, Beach Boys and um, Chuck Berry and all that kind of stuff. So I really got hooked on to that um, early on. And then I think as I got into high school and started playing music, I was like, wow, this, you know, Neil Young's fucking amazing. He is. And he's <laughs> still going strong. I mean, what he an is, incredible uh, songwriter. Um, his influence is just very profound and is, it is it, the thing that baffles me about him is just like, um, he just has these incredible layers to him. It's, it, you know, he'll, he'll put out, you know, trans and then he'll put out, uh, you know, just a, a country album and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and they're both amazing. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. So I read online an article about your CR and the Degenerates project. You've been described as a pretty prolific songwriter. And I have to agree with that, just looking at your output in a short period of time. You've released uh, a lot of songs. And were these songs you've kind of been working on for many years in the past and then just now put them out? Or are you, do you find yourself constantly writing? No, I, um, I'm, always, I'm always doing something. Um, I try to always write new stuff. I I tend not to go to go back to older songs, um, just because like I, you know, I feel like that was just a certain time and place that I was in where it doesn't rep fully represent where I am now. Um, so I always I'm always trying to write new things, but uh, writing writing songs is weird, man. Because I'll I'll go through periods where uh, 
maybe like a period of like two months or so and I won't even pick up the guitar. I won't pick it up at all. I won't want to play. I won't write anything. And it sucks because it's like um, when you're, you know, when you're, when you're trying to create, you always want to be creative something. But when you're not, it, you just feel this like emptiness. It's weird. So it kind of sucks when you're not creating, but I just let it happen. Cause you know, if you try to force something, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be good. Yeah. You know? And so I just let it happen and I just have to be patient and be like, all right, you know, I, I know it's coming back at some time, you know? And, uh, there'll be, there'll be a day, there'll be a moment where I just sit down, play, you know, fuck around on guitar and one song comes out and then another one. And then by the end of the week, I'll be like, oh shit, I'm writing another album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and then the other thing that's yeah. scary too is I'll be in the middle of recording that album and I'll go home and I'm like, oh shit, I'm writing another one. And it just, it, I don't know, it just comes out. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain. So you get those spurts of creativity, it Abs- seems. Absolutely, man. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I, I think uh, Neil Young did say something once that uh, really resonated was like, um, it's it's kind of like going on vacation, you know, like, how can you miss it if you never left? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that does really resonate. Wow. Him. Yeah. I bet he wanted to go on vacation a lot, though, living <laughs> in Winnipeg or whatever. Well, I think, he's he, from. I think he lives in Hawaii sometimes. Yeah. I, I know, like, there. back in the day. Though, he's originally from... Yeah. I think he's from, he's from Ontario originally, right? Yeah. And then, like, lived yeah. in Winnipeg or Manitoba or something. Yeah, I think he Maybe I'm wrong. Winnipeg. Yeah. That's a tough place to live. I don't know if you've yeah. ever been there. I haven't, but I've been to Toronto, and I can only imagine it's... It's probably, colder. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably colder. colder than Chicago. Yeah, it, it. I think Winnipeg, for some reason, is way colder than Chicago in Toronto. Uh, I believe it. Which are both really cold. Yeah. Because uh, the lake effect. Yeah. Ho. Oh. <laughs> oh, what's up, Max and everyone? Hey, buddy. <laughs> so you... Um, so I did the other thing I observed that we were talking about before was that um, for the earlier projects, uh, albums, you kind of had a revolving cast of people mm-hmm. that were involved. Now you have more of a set lineup with uh, CR and the Degenerates. Yeah. 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 Um, it, well, like I said, it, it kind of started off as just me. Um, you know, I. I just wanted to, I was writing more personal songs and uh, I wanted to play shows. So Max and Keith played with me and then it just kind of evolved from there. And uh, now it's, it's a little different sounding now. The songs that we're writing are a little different and uh, there's a little more, um, we rehearse the songs a lot more. Like some of these records, like we never like played together. I kind of just came to Max and recorded it and they would just come and play on top of it. You know, um, where now it's more, um, it's more collaborative, I yeah. guess. Okay. So people, other people are contributing to the songwriting. Yeah. Contributing yeah. ideas. Absolutely. Um, I mean like there's, uh, there's even a couple of songs on the record. We're actually recording in a few weeks. Um, there's a couple of songs that one Jim's going to sing and, uh, Evan, my drummer is going to sing oh, and cool. uh, they're both writing their own lyrics for it and stuff. So. Oh. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so now I know this is the last, this was the last release under the name CR and the Degenerate. So this is a new project with yeah. uh, Evan singing and everyone. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, it's the same people. Same people. Same people. Just it's kind of like a, a fresh start. Yeah. Basically, um, something new. Do you know the name yet? I don't. Um, <laughs> kind of, Untitled project. Yeah, we're kind of playing around with some names. Uh, it's that's like the hardest part, man. Yeah, I mean, because once you go for a name, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I can't know. really go change it unless someone's pissed off by the name. I know, and it's like if you have a <laughs> dumb name, it's it's like uh, you know, but um, at the same time, it's you know, it's whatever. We'll we'll find something. Um, it, it's it's funny too because it's like song titles, album titles. That's you know, piece of cake, but like band names, it's like shit. I'm not good. Band at that names at all. are forever. Yeah, gotta be good. It's true. Think on it's it. It's true. Take a poll. <laughs> yeah. Take a poll. Ask around. Yeah. Workshop it. What are you figure it out? What are some of the best band names you think? Um, I love Sonic Youth. I just feel like yeah. that's a great name. Yeah, it's classic. Stuff, they like just came up with that name and they're like, "Oh, this is like a really great name." Yeah, no, that's a good one. Um, yeah. I do like the name Screaming Females. That's a good one. That's too. a good one too, especially since there's only one female. Yeah. Um, there's so there's so many good band names out there. I know. How about you? Any uh, others you like? Well, yeah, Guided by Voices, I think is yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's a good one. That's a great name. Um. Uh, I mean, Nirvana's pretty, pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, uh, trying to think of other shit. Jawbreaker's a good one. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. I like it. <laughs> I'm just looking around my apartment. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. There's for everyone out there. There's just lots of band posters. If you've never been to my place, so I'm like, let me. Uh, let me get my yeah. brain running with some band names, and I'll just do that by looking around, and yeah. then identify which ones I'm, I like, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I think Replacements is pretty good, Yeah, too. Replacements is great. Yeah. There was that poster that was, like, um, uh, back in the day where it had, like, I forget who was on it, but it was, like, all the celebrities, and it was crossed off, and then at the very bottom, it says, like, The Replacements, like, <laughs> Don't Ask Why, or something. That they're, was great. They're wonderful. Um so for this new project you going for, did you want a fresh start because you feel like you're approaching songs a little differently? You want them to sound different or now yeah. you want a fresh start because maybe you're not the primary song or you still are the primary songwriter, but it's more of a collaborative effort and you I, wanted it to reflect that. Yeah, I would say both. Um, definitely, you know, like I said, it's it's. Now that we have like synth, synth is kind of like taken over a little bit, so it's kind of a weird new wavy alt country kind of sound. Yeah, that we're that we're doing. Like if anyone's seen us live like lately, um, I would say that the new songs reflect that um, for sure. But um, we we have like fifteen or so songs that we're gonna try to record and then just kind of whittle it down from there. Oh wow. Yeah, that's a healthy amount of songs. Yeah, I, it's weird because I'm I'm kind of uh, this is a weird territory for me right now because I haven't recorded anything in a little while and I haven't played any shows in a while either. So I'm kind of been like hoarding uh, songs, and I'm just like figuring out what to do with them all because I I have um, I have this other band called Winnebago that we're releasing a record um, fairly soon. We just finished it. Um, and then uh, I'm doing a series of split singles. 
Um, oh, wow. Great. Like, kind of like a solo project. Yeah. That's called Grave Gardener. Um, and that's more, that's more like very minimal stuff, minimal like acoustic stuff. And so that's all coming out soon? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're kind of shopping the Winnebago record around, trying to see if somebody will put it out. And then um, the Grave Gardener stuff, I'm just kind of throwing up on Bandcamp. Bandcamp? Yeah. That's the beauty of Bandcamp. It is, man. You can throw it up there. It is. You Love know. the platform immensely. <laughs> yeah. You never know, man. There could be like 10 or 1,000 people listening to it. You never know. Yeah. It really, things just kind of like, you know, people are like, oh, this is great. I'm going to listen to it. Exactly. They spread it along. Yeah. We'll see. But speaking of listening to stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely fun. want to play a couple songs from the world according to CR, the latest CR and the Degenerates release, and the last CR and the Degenerates release, just oh, reminding yeah. everyone. Shed a tear. It's available on Bandcamp. So I personally like the last three tracks a lot, Hologram, Freak of Nature, and Lost Weekend. Cool. Would you like to say anything about those songs before we play them? Um, no, they're just, you know, they're fearful songs. Um, <laughs> they're uh, yeah, they're they're definitely come from a place. That's for sure. A place of fear, a place yeah. of loathing. Something, yeah. something, come, something deep down. It comes from somewhere. No, I I love the songs. I thought they really oh, thanks, very man. well written and sound excellent. Thank so you, thank you. Everyone enjoy hologram, freaks of na- freak of nature. Right, one freak, <laughs> not plural. Well, there's a few freaks. On yeah. There. But we're, it's only referencing one. <laughs> and Lost Weekend.
Thank you for sharing those CR songs. And now we're moving to the second segment where you picked some records. We're going to play them, yeah. and we're going to talk about them. So first up, you got the Minutemen, What yeah. Makes a Man Start Fires, their second full length. I, I love this album. It's, um, I mean, Double Nickels is great also, but this, this record is just so good. It's weird because it's, it's kind of clean sounding. It's, I feel like it's not as uh, dirty as uh, Double Nichols is. Yeah. But there's the songs on here are just like ridiculous. Um, I've always been like a huge Minuteman fan. Yeah, and Mike Watt has like a really like good contributions to that album too. Yeah. Let me see just real quick. Yeah. Isn't there, uh, um, which ones did he do? Um, Maybe I'm thinking of uh, <laughs> maybe I'm thinking of the punchline, but there's so many good songs in this one. On this one, the anchor that's my favorite. the George Hurley written lyrics. That's my favorite song, about a man. dream. Yeah. Bob Dylan of wrote propaganda songs, of course. Uh, split is split myself or um, split red. Yeah, split red. Yeah, yeah, that one's good. Colors. Thinking- oh yeah, colors is the Mike Watt song. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a deep end song too. <laughs> Um, but anyway, this album's awesome, and we were just talking about how much we both love the Minutemen oh, so immensely. Good, oh my god! I always loved. Uh, it's funny, like people that I have on, a lot of people pick a Minutemen record, and I think it just speaks to how profound an impact that band has had on so many people. Oh yeah, from their music and not just their music, their ethos. Just have so many things about them are great. I know you're talking about how they love CCR. Yeah. And you love CCR. I do, man. CCR is great. That that album, uh, Willie and the Poor Boys, oh my God. Every That record is just like flawless to me. And what I always loved about the Minutemen was how natural the musical development of Mike Watt and Dee Boone were, was together, mm-hmm. just how they met started playing music together, didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. In the yeah. documentary, there's something that is said along the lines of, like, they would play together. They were playing together for, like, two years in high school, and they didn't know that they're supposed to tune the guitar and bass <laughs> together. Yeah. They just thought some guys liked them loose yeah. and some guys liked them tight, tight or yeah. whatever. And for that, for them to come to that, being, like, working-class people... And then figuring it out and then going on to create such a influential punk band like the Minutemen. It's just amazing to me. It is. It's it's amazing to me, too. It's just how um, there's like a weird uh, sort of innocence to them. Yeah. You know, that it's just, I don't know. It's just completely unpretentious and just beautiful. Yeah, they were all about making music. Yeah, it's just it's just it's fucking real, man. It's you know? very real. That's why, that's it's why I very love it. real. You don't and you don't have to be into punk rock or anything like that to like the Minutemen. They did what they wanted to do. Exactly. And that's you know it's a uh, it's a real tragedy that uh, D Boone left us Absolutely. so soon. Um, almost like what thirty yeah. something years ago. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, 27, man. Yeah, 27 years old. He's in the 27 Club, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, So any particular song you'd like to hear from 
that wonderful Minutemen record. I love the anchor. Um, I, I love, I mean, Mike Watts' bass lines are so Yeah, Mike melodic. Watts' bass lines in that song are sick, Yeah, too. they're just so melodic and good. I don't know. There's a great uh, video of that song, them playing it live on YouTube. I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen it. I encourage you to check it out. I've got to check it out. Yeah. There's that um, that one video of them playing um, uh, The Glory of Man. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that video is so good. I think it's at like UCLA or something. And the, yeah, there's and like someone had to dancing. fill in on drums because George had to work, I read. <laughs> is that right? I read because I was going through the YouTube comments and... Or someone posted it on the SST Facebook group. I can't remember. (laughs) The SST Records Facebook group where they're like, hey, so I always wondered why isn't George Hurley playing drums in this picture, in this uh, video at UCLA, where it's like, looks like a really nice day out. Yeah. And then it pans to like some guy with a hat on and sunglasses. And he's like, no, you remember that (laughs) in the beginning? And um, someone. That's my favorite part is the crowd's reaction. Yeah, it's a good crowd reaction. And then someone was like, yeah, George had to work that day. So I couldn't come. (laughs) You know, that that was the whole Minutemen's whole thing where they were like working guys. Yeah. And they catered their creative energy around that, you know, whether it was they wanted to play shows with earlier start times i remember so that people that had to work could go yeah. and be able to go home and go to sleep so they could work the next day yeah it's just amazing what it a is. band it is man i think the the funniest thing uh they said like uh d boone would wear like these shitty like beat up shoes <laughs> yeah. on stage and they're just like why do you wear like these shitty shoes like oh it's my thing it's my man. uniform <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's my thing man like i love that all right so we got the anchor yeah, Track one. And next up, Velvet Underground. Yeah. Um, Loaded. I've, I've always liked this record, even though it's like the uh, the pop one, I guess. Um, uh, I gotta I gotta hear Oh Sweet Nothing, because that's like that song is just ridiculous. Yeah. It's a it's a good one. I was thinking about this record recently. I don't know why. But I find myself just missing Lou Reed sometimes. Yeah. So then I start thinking about his songs. Yeah, I mean, I honestly love all of their records. And uh, I know this one, you know, uh, is definitely like the popular one. But it's just, it's solid. Yeah. Sweet Nothing, great one. Oh, Sweet Nothing, Lonesome Cowboy Bill. Sweet Jane. Yeah. A lot I mean, of sweetness on this record. And Who Loves the Sun? Mm-hmm. That one will get me in the mood to be like happy on a nice summer day type yeah. of thing. Yeah, I feel that too. Yeah. That's kind of the vibes I get. All right. So we got Oh Sweet Nothing, Velvet Underground. And next we got the Mekons. Yeah, I... um. I know, I know the Mekons. I just, I've never heard this record, um, and I was intrigued um, by the title "Honky Tonkin" because I love that type of music. So uh, they, they are kind of um, that first record. I don't remember what it's called, but it's, um, it's kind of like a new wavy country yeah. sound, which they, I really dug. Yeah, they, they do kind of have uh, inklings of that in their stuff. Yeah, is there yeah. a particular track on here that? Let me see. Do you recommend? I really like uh, Sleepless Nights on side one. Sick. Let's hear that. We're going to do it. Cool. And it says on the top here, if you go to the city, to the city fair, if you go to the city, 
you will find me there, and we'll go honky tonkin'. <laughs> Hank Williams. Oh, man. I love that. And look, there's a nice picture of them on the back honky tonkin'. <laughs> a very small picture. And there's some fiddle on this, speaking of when we were talking oh, about beautiful. fiddle beautiful. before. There's some fiddle on this album. Yeah. And there's a tipple. Brendan Crocker plays the tipple. I don't know what <laughs> instrument that is. I don't, Do you I don't know? know what the tipple is either. <laughs> Anyone? Pooja, my girlfriend, sitting on the couch. Do you know what the tipple is? Ask the audience. Yeah, we're asking the audience. She doesn't, so we're Phone screwed. We're, we're, we lost a million dollars on who wants to be a millionaire because <laughs> we don't know what the tipple is. But this is a great record. They're good. Sick. Next. Um, yeah. Absolute. Absolute classic. This is um, this is, it's so hard. Um, but this is one of my, you know, I would say maybe number three favorite band ever. Um, yeah, God by Voices. And they classic. They've earned that spot. I gotta they're, say, they're just amazing. I mean, Robert Pollard is you know ridiculous. Yeah, uh, his song. I just I admire his songwriting. Um, and uh, this is a classic. It's Alien Lanes. Um, I fucking love this album. I could listen to this, you know, front to cover all the time. So question. Yeah. What do you think is the, like, pinnacle of Guided by Voices records? Alien Lanes or, um, what's the other one? This B-1000? B-1000, yeah. This, I think I feel Alien like Lanes. people go back. It's, it's, uh, depending on who you ask. Yeah. So people say Alien Lanes. People say B thousand. Well, it's, it's funny because they're both really fucking good, but um, I think Alien Lanes is just—it's just better in my opinion. But um, they have some other—they have so many other albums that yeah. are almost just as good. You know, the, like you know, Under the Brushes, Under the Stars. Yeah, that's like, a great one. I also amazing. really like their late '90s, uh, early 2000s output, like Earthquake Glue, yeah, Universal yeah. Truths and Cycles. I Isolation Drills is good. Yeah, Isolation Drills is good too. I know my buddy uh, Steve doesn't like that album, yeah. but um, uh, it's so good. Chasing Heather Crazy, it's a great song. Yeah, Under the Brushes, Under the Stars is great, and then like uh, Vampire on like going back further. Oh, Vampire on Titus and Propeller. Yeah, yeah that um, stuff is great. Too. There's so many, and even I, I really even enjoyed some of their. The first reunion records, like Class Clown, yeah, spots of UFO. yeah, yeah. I, I like those too. I wasn't like blown away or anything. Like even you know the new stuff is not like you know it's like it's more just it's more Robert Pollard, you know, same, yeah. more of the same. But that's okay because it's it's still good in my opinion. Yeah. I still enjoy it. And this this album is just like one of the this is a quintessential indie rock albums of all time. I think if you're talking about the greatest. Indie rock records. Absolutely. I mean, this is in the top 10, definitely. Absolutely. And mm. it's so many good songs. As we go up, we go down. It's it's an album of hits. Yeah. You know, it really is. Um, uh, My Valuable Hunting Knife, right? Yeah. That's, that's a good one. But there's there's one song on here that's, I think, uh, the best God by the Voices song. Oh my gosh. Drum roll. Game of Pricks. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. It's fucking awesome. I actually, there's a different version of that song. Yeah, there's like a single version of it. I kind of like it. It is good. And it's also on the like, 
I guess there's a Greatest Hits album, mm-hmm. too, yeah, that came out in there. the early 2000s. That version's on there, too. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, I know some people don't because they were just like, nah, man, you know, because I think this version is faster, I want to say. Yeah, the the that the other version is a little cleaner sounding. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little sharper. Yeah. I like it. I like both of them. But I do and too. I do like that cleaner version. I think too. I just like the intro. The intro is badass. Yeah. I'm a I'm a sucker for like uh you know, I'm a sucker for built up intros. Yeah, that's a that's a I'm so built up, Buttercup. Build because, me up, Buttercup, with that song. I, I know you're a Flying Nun fan. Yeah. Um, you know the band The Verlaines? Yeah. Dude, that song Pyromaniac? Yeah. That, I, f- I fucking love that yeah. intro. It's so good. Love The Verlaines. They're I got awesome. that reissue. See, that's, I know, it's, <laughs> so it's fun. It's so funny. You actually asked me what my favorite label was. And first I said, well, right now, Captured Tracks. And then I was like, but definitely Flying Nun. And funnily enough, like Capture Track has reissued all, all the Flying yeah. Nun records. That I just put two and two together like that. <laughs> so it's funny that how I actually said both of those things there. Man, I love the Verlaines. So good. Yeah. You know who else? There's so many good Flying Nun bands. It's really into sneaky feelings yeah they're recently. good they're good did you listen to the courtney's record last year i did not that it was released on flying nun very appropriately are they doing new releases the, yeah i think guess this was because i've never really i don't really know of anything else that's super new that's yeah. coming out of off of flying nun but that was released on flying nun oh shit maybe we'll play it okay, after these yeah. four because yeah, yeah. i picked two and I'll play this to Courtney's because that was my favorite record of last year. Sick. Yeah, that was um, my number one favorite. You have that on the on wax, yeah. On wax, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's play these four these four songs. So we got Minutemen, the anchor, off of What Makes a Man Start Fires. We got excuse me, Oh Sweet Nothing off of Loaded by the Velvet Underground. Sleepless Nights by the Mekons, Mekons. Yeah. Of Honky Tonkin. I'm not sure which it is. Yeah. I think it might be Meekins. 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 Someone out there, Jack Silbert, if you're listening, correct our pronunciation. <laughs> it's this cool Hoboken guy that. Call the intern. Yeah. Where's he at? Yeah. Where's he at? <laughs> and Game of Pricks by Guided by Voices off of Alien Lanes.
excellent picks once again. Thank you for treating the audience to such wonderful selections. And we had a lot of good things to say about those songs, too, I gotta say. Yeah. Max was right. We did have a good conversation about <laughs> records. That's no, true, man. Thanks, I, Max, for uh, playing matchmaker here. I, I, I think Max is, uh, is a, you know, he's... He's matched me with a lot of with a lot of people, and to that I I owe him a lot. I me too. I give I owe him a lot of. Uh, well, I have a lot of respect for the guy, so I I can't uh, thank him enough. He's an upstanding everything. gentleman. He is. He is. Um, you know, I, I I owe him a lot. He, and um, we recorded a lot of a lot of shit together. Yeah, he's seems to be very involved in recording a lot of great bands mixing the records and everything like that so he's yeah yeah he's something else he's a he's a great producer yeah producer max roush so you said someone was like the steve albini of new jersey who would you say max roush is of oh, New Jersey. Is he like the Todd Rundgren of New Jersey? Oh, maybe. I know he loves <laughs> Todd. He, I know he loves the Todd Rundgren a lot. Yeah. So I think he is. What do they call him? They call him the Runt? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another um, great producer, Todd Rundgren. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. And I think that's something that he would appreciate. Yeah. As well. We've dubbed him the Todd Rundgren of New Jersey, Max. What's I like up? that. I yeah. like that. High five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to close the program with three picks that we kind of jointly selected. I was like, oh, yeah, let's play this. <laughs> so you came in and you noticed that I have some Freedy Johnson rec- Johnston records. Mm-hmm. Um, Can You Fly, which is his second release. Freedy Johnson's really, really good band and guy. So it's a guy, but also a band. Yeah. Um, because I think his whole band was just called his name. Yeah, yeah. Someone told me to check him out, so I yeah. think it's it's about time I do. And uh, this is great. This is a Bar None release. Great lab- Hoboken-based record label run by Glenn Morrow. Um, yes. I've mentioned Glenn Morrow so many times on this show. <laughs> well, he's, you know, he's a pioneer. <laughs> he is a pioneer, right? That's yeah. what I said. He's a pioneer. He's a pioneer. But anyway, so I figure we could listen to tearing down this place off of side one track three side one cool freddy johnson um then after that we were talking about um since we were talking about the Minutemen, we were talking about yes. nels klein as well and uh, nels klein and mike watt have been longtime collaborators and last year they put out this album as a super group yeah called big walnuts yonder with uh nick reinhardt and Greg Saunier. Um, is Greg Saunier the guy from... Which one is the guy from Deerhoof? I think no, it's I think Greg. that's him, yeah. Yeah. Because Nick Reinhardt's from Terramellos. Yeah. So Nick Reinhardt's from Terramellos. Thanks for this, all this info. But <laughs> I know that on the back, I was like, yeah, that's the guy from Deerhoof. Because I've seen Deerhoof like a bunch of oh, times Deerhoof's live. Deerhoof's great, man. They're a really interesting, good band. Yeah. So when you... In a, put all of this together, like just see sheer like talent on each instrument and yeah. recording talent and songwriting talent. It's just incredible. It is. It's absurd. It's With, yeah. <laughs> the combination is just ridiculous. My favorite song on this album was "Raise the Drawbridges." Yeah. It's a Watt. It's such a Watt song where he's just like. 
<laughs> and then you know Nels Klein like it's just like everything in one and of course Ray Raymond Pettibond did the cover art it wouldn't be like Mike Watt without some Ray Pettibond cover art yeah and this is great um I hope they do more stuff under this name it's really really good um so big Walnuts Yonder, Raise the Draw Bridges. And then <laughs> That was a good song. Um, before you had mentioned that does Flying Nun still put out stuff? And I was like, they put out the Courtney's album last year, which is one of my favorite albums of last year. Very much in the Flying Nun vein too. So I'm gonna play Frankie. It's the last song on the album. Sick. But we're gonna send everyone off with that. Chris, thank you so much for coming on. I was such a pleasure hanging out with you and talking with you. Yeah, thank any, you, Tom. Any thank last you. words before we go? Anything you want to tell everyone about shows, anything like that? Um, well, uh, Winnebago is going to be playing a, you know, just a house show in Union, um, I think March 30th, with our uh, pals Joy Cleaner. I love Joy Cleaner. Uh, oh, Joy Cleaner's amazing. Yeah. Man. They're one of my favorite bands. So it's like not even like local bands, just like like just favorite bands in general. Yeah. They're awesome. Um, so we're playing with Joy Cleaner, Delicate Flowers, which is another good band. Another great band. This is a great bill. Um, and then we're playing with John Cos. He's great too. Yeah. So what day is that? It's March 30th. And ask a punk for the address. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. It's in That's Union. <laughs> um, I love one. I love one it's, that says that on the Facebook event. <laughs> so. um, that's, that's pretty much all the shows we got uh, right now. Like I said, we're, we're kind of in the middle of recording and figuring out where things are going. Um, but there's there's a lot of records coming out this year for sure. I can't wait. It's going to be a big 2018 for you. And you're welcome back anytime. I had a blast. And we're sending you guys off with Freddie Johnson, Big Walnuts Yonder, and the Courtney's. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. Knock it down, take it away. We've got work tearing down this place. Take it away, take it away, take it away.
against pesky nagging 